We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. What up and welcome. It is Thursday. You're locked into the Maggie and Perloff show. I mean, what are the Astros really hanging their hats on here? Great job by them yesterday. I'm not taking away that win, but are we really granting them this no-hitter because <laughs> it was a group effort? It's a cute story in the regular season when a team gets together and they no-hit another team like the Astros did to the Yankees earlier this year. But when they're in the World yeah. Series, Perloff, it just seems so like such a reach to try to create a moment when none exists. Wow. I mean, listen, I hated that that happened, and I don't want to acknowledge it at all. But I wouldn't say it wasn't a moment. It was not a moment. It's not a memorable World Series game? Do you think in two weeks we are going to be talking about, remember what happened in Game 4? No. Listen, the best thing that can happen for this World Series is it goes 7, just like every World Series, every NBA Finals, every NHL Finals. That's always what you want is it for go, to go the distance. This is not even going to be a blip. Like, Don Larson, combined, this is... A no-hitter? No, this is not up there with the Roy Halladay, what he did in the playoffs, the that, Don Larson perfect game in the World Series. This doesn't even sniff that. Wow. Yeah. Listen, I, <laughs> I'm i the Phillies fan, and I thought I would come in with that take. I was actually on Twitter calling it a fancy shutout. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think that's a little too far. I do think it's it's historic. I mean, anything that happens in the World Series is, is historic. They flash all these numbers of this guy is the most hits or whatever. It was a no-hitter in the World Series. That's, that's not interesting to you? Four different people came in and threw no-hitters. Like, okay, what Javier did last night was awesome. You go six innings right. of no-hit baseball. I would have left him in because I'm a romantic about baseball and I want to see if he could have really made some crazy history. But you and I can talk about whether that was the wrong move from Dusty Baker in just a moment. But then am I giving Abreu, Montero, and Presley? They all get to make history because they pitched one inning. They got three outs. One inning where they didn't allow a hit. That to me, that they do that all the time. That's just their job <laughs> to go in for one inning and to not allow a hit. That's just being a good reliever. So... But you're not, you're not going to credit this. You know, when you think of moments in World Series, this combined no-hitter is nothing for you. Like, where do you put it? No. Give me two other World Series moments you put it between. So it's not Kirby Puckett jumping up and stealing a home run. But any, what is it? I mean, any David Freeze home run, I would put that above it just off the top of my head. I would put Kirk Gibson home run in front of it. Well, the, yeah, Kirk Gibson home run, yes. Uh, well, and I, the I, David Freeze <laughs> home run and the Kirk Gibson home run, that's a pretty wide margin. I would put Luis Gonzalez... <laughs> 
single beats the Yankees. I mean, I got a million ones I would put in between. Are we really going to remember a combined no-hitter? Are you going to remember even the names? Of the guys, like no, do they get immortalized? All that matters now, is baseball? the starter. Uh, no, nobody talks about. It. And a combined no hitter, of course, you're only going to talk about the starter. I didn't even know. I was like, you could have made up those three reliever <laughs> yeah, pitchers. No. And by the way, I Luis Gonzalez is little just to make a point. Don't put don't put Luis Gonzalez's little shot off single to, against Mariano in the same sentence with Kirk Gibson. I'm just saying, yeah. memorable. You asked me for memorable moments. I gave you. Uh, how about the Cubs? I could give you a million more. I think when this World Series is over. This and if the Astros win, this will be the highlight of the series. I mean, no. what else? No, What's well, going to be the highlight of the series? What is the highlight of the series so far? That the Phillies hit it, say the, the Astros the, win. The pitch tipping to me is the story of the series so far. Well, what this if the was Astros a great win performance the... last night. I'm not, I'm not taking away no, from no, the no, great no. performance, pitch, but the not, pitch tipping, yes, the pitch tipping is to me the story because. Everyone, no matter what the players or managers say, everyone around baseball says he was definitely tipping. And now they have, if this does go seven, it's possible that Lance McCullers gets back on the mound in a potential winner-take-all game. Is he going to be tipping pitches then? Now, in fairness, Dusty Baker did pull Javier last night, so he could also be, in theory, available on three days rest for a game seven. But if McCullers gets in the game... I mean, who's to say he's not going to start tipping his pitches again and giving the Phillies this crazy advantage? By the way, the Phillies only had seven hits in that game, too. They started to go They're real. They're all homers. <laughs> yeah, they started to go really cold in that game. I saw the signs of problems already. The Phillies, I think, regardless of what, what goes down in history, I think the Phillies are cold, and I think the momentum has gone away. I think it's mostly my fault because I jinxed this team. <laughs> Why, were you sitting in the wrong seat? How no, I tweeted. I, th- I said, I think the Astros, I thought the Astros were good, question mark. And ever since then, it's been bad. Ooh. But even at the end <laughs> of that, 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 that last Talking colors, trash mid-series is that, well, something. I mean, we basically tried to start a fight with Mattress Mac mid-series. <laughs> Philadelphia was all uh, up to. in <laughs> Houston stuff. We totally, the fans screwed over the team. I have no question about this. Philadelphia is way too cocky. Why? Because they put that. they put Astros baseball cards in the urinals yeah, yeah, yeah. around uh, oh, exactly. Bank Park? <laughs> exactly. No, the Phillies. That wasn't feeling themselves at all? Oh, they got ridiculous. Because it was 2-1 against a far superior team, by the way. I know. Act like you've been there before. Jeez. You know? Well, I mean, the and my point is the Phillies have won 87 games this year. The Astros have 103 and much better, probably much better pitching staff except for the top two on the Phillies. Anyway, we should not have been so cocky. It was 2-1. to one. Everyone was acting like the Phillies were on the brink of clinching just because they were home. I totally saw that coming. Oh, wow. I knew, and I knew that do game. Do you want to take it back? Do you want to do some kind of exorcism? Like we I, could... I knew that game. I Well, no. Last night, I tried to anti-jinx several times. And what what way? Is that clearly you were not successful? I said when it was 2 nothing Astros, I said, this game is over. I'm turning the channel, meaning the Phillies have no chance. Oh, you tried so to reverse jinx I reverse jinx. I announced... Yeah, kind of lame. I don't think a tweet's going to do it, dude. But if you Didn't announce you actually turn the channel... I did turn the channel. If you, I announced <laughs> to everybody, all you have to do to reverse jinx is announce that you already jinxed the team. But I think the whole city of Philadelphia jinxed the Astros. They were so cocky. There was so much celebratory thing. And what's the deal with John Smoltz, by the way? Last game, he just goes on and on and waxes poetically about how amazing the Phillies are. This game, it's like he forgot all that and has a 90-minute dialogue on how wonderful the Astros are. Well, he's feeling the room, you know? He's, yeah. he's just like, he knew probably all the Phillies fans like you, Fairweather, that turned the channel after the second inning. So he's basically just talking to Houston Astros fans and the rest of us who decided to watch. And, okay, what is it, you, What is this argument that Dusty Baker should have left Javier in uh, there? come on. I mean, get out of here. He definitely should have for, for the what? romanticism For of it. For what? Be- because 
You want to talk about a moment that we would have actually remembered? Yeah. Not this combined no-hitter. But if he, if Javier had actually pitched a no-hitter, I know it's through six innings. There's a lot of ball game left. That's a third, two-thirds of the game. There's a whole third left. I know, but I am not a proponent of pulling a guy. And I hate it when they do it like in the first couple games of the season. That always bothers me. I know why they do it. But I'm always rooting for the moment, especially for these guys. Like, you know, Christian Javier, this, this might be like his moment on the national stage where you solidify yourself as one of the like all time memorable moments that could, that will last you a lifetime. Now, so will a championship. And obviously the results bear out that they made the right decision. Right. But like to rob someone in such an individual sport, I think to rob somebody of even the chance to try to cement themselves with the legends of the game, something like we would never forget if a guy threw a no-hitter in the World Series, I would not do that if I was a manager. Why I hope saying, I wouldn't. Why are you saying it's an individual sport? Well, it's a team sport, but it really is an individual sport. Well, that's not good. I mean, it's supposed <laughs> well, to be a team sport. That's all that it, it's... It's in a, the category of team sports, it's not swimming. They're not fencing out there. They're playing baseball. It's a team sport. That's all that matters. Football, there wouldn't even be a question. Nobody says an individual won anything, it's, except maybe the quarterback. It's the team, <laughs> yeah. team, team. Yeah. And I think any manager or any player would put the team ahead of themselves. No, and Dusty Baker did, and Javier had no problem with it. No, and of course fine. not. But to me, baseball is like a, it is an individual sport. Like, we take batter. We, we are more likely to look at a hitter's individual statistics than we do looking at the team runners in scoring position. Sometimes we do stuff like yeah. that. We are more likely to look at a pitcher's ERA than we are a staff ERA. It just lends itself more to individual moments also because one guy is pitching against one person yeah. at a time. So that's Is that our- why you think it's fallen so far behind football? Because it's the name on the... Uh- the no, back of the jersey? No, I mean, if you really want to get into that, I think football's rise is everything to do with, like, fantasy and gambling and all that mm, stuff. It's also 20 times more entertaining. <laughs> well, Baseball takes years <laughs> to go through. I know. It's it's fat. There's more action. I mean, the most exciting... Actually, the no-hitter, at least I, I was relieved. At least the game was over fast, and I didn't have to step until <laughs> 1 o'clock. Losing baseball, and you know yes, this, Maggie. the long goodbye. Yeah, thank oh. you for pointing that out. Yes, I know this. Mets won more games than the Phillies this year, but sure. I have, I can't say anything. Your team's in the World Series. I'm sorry. It, it is brutal to watch. A slow death like last night's game was brutal to watch this has been a weird series too because the Astros probably should have won game one they definitely they won game two they should really it feels like they're the better team I can admit that as a Phillies fan so I I'm not feeling great about game five well Justin Verlander back on the mound is Noah Syndergaard right who's going to be pitching tonight for the Phillies yeah sort of a bullpen game which the Phillies have always they've won all their bullpen games which makes me feel optimistic Except that I feel less optimistic because they've won all their bullpen games, okay. which means they're due to lose a bullpen game. <laughs> you got all that? <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys, I mean, yeah. you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. We're, oh, we're yeah. keeping track. Um, I, here's the other thing that I'm really curious because we clown Pearl off of his fair weather fandom. But one thing he is not fair weather about are the Philadelphia Eagles. You really. Yeah. All right, I was trying to pay you a compliment. You don't want to take it, fine. Well, yeah, unless I bet on the Cowboys against them, but go ahead. <laughs> right, right, except for that. Um, tonight, you get the Eagles playing the Houston Texans. Right. 14-point spread on that game against Phillies. Game five of the yeah. World Series in Philadelphia. What do more Philadelphia fans watch tonight? Well, the, it's a little complicated because the football game's on Amazon. 
Right, but when a game oh, right. it's is on local, it's on local because when, the flipping is hard. Yeah. Okay. So when well, the team is playing on Amazon, but the local markets that the team like in tonight in Philadelphia and in Houston, you would be able to watch that game on your regular TV. So definitely the Eagles will out, will do a bigger share. That's sad, isn't it? I mean, nationwide, the Eagles do well. Well, nationwide, okay, that's one thing. But in Philadelphia, uh, this is going to count as a meaningless game for the Eagles. Eagles are undefeated. You're yeah. playing the Texans. Brandon Cooks isn't even playing, apparently. Guy can't show up now that he didn't get traded. He's heard about that or whatever. So he can't even do his part. He's probably like with the top five most exciting players on the Texans, if they even have five players. And... Like, it would still be the Eagles. More people yeah. watch the Eagles. But there's only 17 NFL regular season games. There's a scarcity of the Eagles. Even with the Phillies in the World Series, I think you everyone You might only twice. get two more Phillies games. But this is on the, the tail end of 185 of these Phillies games. You know the urgency yeah, with NFL. Yeah, 10 of which most Phillies fans watch. Yeah, I, I just you know how it is. I mean, you know the answer. What would New York be like? New York might be different. New York would be, would be baseball. If it was the Yankees, it would be baseball. Here's yeah. the difference. It's going to be very split. Boston? I don't know what Boston would be. Boston, yeah. Would be, L.A.? This feels like it would be split, right? Early on, it's going to be Eagles. And then once they're up by 30 against the Texans, who are terrible. Switch over. Then you switch over and watch the end yeah. of the field. They yeah. really I need Jalen Hurts to score a score early here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have plenty of time to get to baseball. It's only going to be on until 4 in the morning <laughs> Eastern. I mean, honestly, yeah, part I of know, me was like, like, just mow them down. Because the Phillies, were they had no interest in winning last night. So just get it done with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we <laughs> listen, we clown baseball for being long. I mean... The football games are super long. Well, college football is long. The Pro, NFL is long. Pros, they're pretty good. Oh my! By four fifteen, they're almost all, almost every game is over of the one o'clock window. No, but like the Amazon game tonight, that's going to midnight. Eleven thirty, maybe no. not tonight. Yeah, the Eagles text. I mean, it's thirteen and a half point spread. So I think the bigger spread implies it'll be short. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Of course, a lot of running the, the ball series, late. A lot World of Series makes ball. sense, but there's so much excitement about this Eagles team right now. You don't get a seven and zero Eagles team that often. <laughs> As opposed, so I'm sorry. Were the Phillies in the World Series every year? And I was just uh, I mean, missing three it? times since what? Oh eight. And <laughs> yeah, the Eagles and the have Eagles been seven, seven and zero. When's the last time the Eagles were seven and zero? Check. Go to the book. Let's go to the video tape. <laughs> no, Francesa, remember you used to go to the book and like have four minutes of silence while Eddie would look up the book? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's Weirdly a New York people, radio thing. Sorry. Weirdly, people hung on for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So you can play this game in whatever city you're listening to us today. If it was your team in the World Series versus your football team who's undefeated, what would you watch? Is that an easy answer for you? Would it certainly be football? Would it certainly be baseball if it was in the World Series? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Also, let's call it what it is. It was not a no-hitter. Nice, nice. It was a nice job by the Astros pitching staff. That's Wait, what so it was. There were no hits, though. There were. I mean, I, honestly, I don't care. I'm not going to give <laughs> the Astros any love, but that was definitely a no-hitter. A no-hitter is when one pitcher no-hits a team. Says who? In, to me. To okay. Me. Was last night a no-hitter? Last night was a shutout. Give me a yes or no. You're on the witness stand. Was last night a no-hitter? No. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury, wow. it was not it's a no-hitter. It's closer no -hitter. to a no-hitter than a shutout. I mean, yes, it was a shutout, but okay. 855-212-4CBS, <laughs> 855-212-4227. I feel like I would pass a lie detector test. Like, I don't, I'm not telling a lie, but, like, that's how calm I am saying that. I, that's how much I believe it. It was a shutout. It was not a no-hitter. Okay, you can also follow us on Twitter, at Maggie and Pearl. 
Instagram, Maggie and Perloff. We've got a YouTube channel. It's awesome. Go there and check it out. Subscribe. Just search out Maggie and Perloff in the search box. Coming up a little bit later, Ian Eagle will join us. He's now, after this season, now next year, he will start calling the Final Four for CBS. Very cool. I know. If I butchered that a little bit more, this is Nan- Jim Nance's last Final Four, then Ian Eagle takes over. That is tricky, though. That's sort of like a no-hitter by three pitchers. Very tricky. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> hard to label. How did I? It's like, well, not this year, but next year. Uh, of course, he's also has... Uh, Bill's Jets on CBS this weekend. He's also the voice, the TV voice of the Brooklyn Nets. So Ian will join us later on in the show. Coming up next, we've got Aaron Rodgers sound. Also, the Miami Dolphins all in. And one, well, their quarterback is calling them Super Bowl contenders. We'll get to that in just a minute. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com. Via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Give us a call, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Maggie says that was not a no-hitter we witnessed last night. No. That was a, a fancy shutout. Yeah. I mean, it was a shutout, and it was a great performance. And the Astros won. Kudos to them. They tied up the series, go to a game five tonight. It's not a no-hitter. That's when one pitcher no-hits a team. Okay, it wasn't Don McLean, but it was our Danny. Who Don was Larson. Don that Larson. was a perfect game. Danny yes. McLean, Don Larson. <laughs> Uh, but it was still, it was better than the 5-2 win they had in game two. I mean, it was something. It was. We, we will not remember that as like an all-time gonna, World Series not, moment. We're not going to remember the, the tip uh, pitch tipping. We're not going to remember anything until this is all done. If the Phillies win, what are we going to remember? Bryce Harper hitting homers probably? Well, we still hopefully have a long way to go in the series. Like it hasn't been written yet. But if you ask me what's a bigger story coming out of the series through the first four games, is it the combined shutout from last night with the Astros or was it the tip pitching that happened in game three? I would say the tipping of the pitches is a bigger story. But let's go to the phones. 855 212 cbs 
855-212-4227. Here's Scott in Florida. Scott, how are you? I'm doing fine, Maggie. How about yourself? Doing great. What do you got? I just wanted to say that I agree with you as far as baseball being a team and an individual sport. Mm. And then Prolog needs to go back and watch The Untouchables where De Niro talks about baseball. (laughs) What is he going to learn there? (laughs) De Niro says baseball is a team sport and he kills somebody over it. What are you talking about? He was on my side. (laughs) It talks about the differences of where would you step out to the plate. It's all about you and what you do for the team. For the team. Right. Yes, for the team. And I, I agree with Maggie that nobody's going to pay that much attention to the team other than the record, besides individual stats. Yeah, I don't think we cite a lot of team stats when we're talking about baseball. I, not that I think. I know we don't. When we talk about individual stuff, and Scott, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate that. I've never seen the Untouchables. That was, became what? very obvious, right, when that happened, right? <laughs> You've never Are you saying Goodfellas, right? Yes. Yeah, that was, of course. How many times have you seen it? Anytime less, if you haven't seen it 50 times, you haven't seen it yet. I've seen it 75 times. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. And Shawshank Redemption, you've probably seen 100 times. Yeah. That's I, a, it's on the TV right now. Um, <laughs> Untouchables is a, a level below, I think, but it is one of those ones that's in the can. I got to sure. put it on the, on the, on the roster. But Wait, you guys have seen that one, right? Even Stu oh sees my gosh. Untouchables and I have Oh, no. Santa, you've seen everything. You haven't seen Untouchables? Wow, that's an upset. M- maybe a it. long time ago, but I don't remember enough of it to be able to... Well, the point I was making is about why, but I thought Dusty Baker should have let Javier stay in the game because, yes, he had a long way to go, but a no-hitter through six innings in the World Series, just the opportunity to see how far it could go before he gave up a hit, I thought I would always want to do that as a manager because I want to give this person an opportunity to create an all-time moment for themselves that they will be associated with, that they could probably profit off of, that will just be their life that could be a huge part of their life yeah. for the rest of their life. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the reality of the situation, he's thinking about Game 7, which will probably be, a, yeah. if they get to a Game 7, uh, will be on all hands on deck. So they want to save, I guess he was one pitch away from his normal pitch count. I totally get I mean, you understand Baker's standpoint. Definitely, and it's yeah. probably going to end up being the smarter move, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think team, honestly, I do think that there's something important about the messaging that team is more important than individual, even in baseball. Which I don't think that's good that baseball is so focused on individual things because I think the the best NFL team of our generation, the Patriots, they really made a mark before the Super Bowl against the Rams. They ran out as a team. Until that point, it had been you introduce every individual, but they said we're not going to do that. That is that's Bill Belichick winning football mentality, and I I think baseball should do more of that. You know, baseball doesn't do these things where you bunt over a guy anymore. It it has become almost too much of an individual sport. I think I think there is something about teamwork I, even in an individual sport like baseball the fact that the Phillies are all singing together in the locker room the fact that the Astros seem like they're pretty I think it matters I think that it matters for camaraderie but then I but think that also, affects the way you play I think that helps you when you got I think they all know each other they play for each other in a weird way maybe I'm yeah, uh, no, over idealistic no, no, no I think that you can play for each other I think that you can be unselfish right if you are gonna like yeah. bunt guys over and stuff like that I don't know how much guys are being asked to do they that they tried kind to of do thing. it last night and it was a complete yeah, disaster because they don't even practice it nobody knows how to bunt anymore but <laughs> yeah it's great and but I always think there is something that's always gonna be like inherently individualistic about baseball. I totally know what you mean, yeah. There's also, like, this saying about, you know, guys who are kind of like me guys in baseball. It goes, uh, like, he's a guy who's two for four, but what's the score? 
You know, like I went two for four, so oh. I don't care what the score is. Like A Rod. Well, I, I, I wasn't going to assign a name on Like A Rod, when he had 690 home runs, 640 of them were up when they were up eight nothing. <laughs> they were solo shots. Listen, I mean, the guy won like three MVPs, so I'm not going to be like, say all of his stats are <laughs> oh, empty there. And how many World Series did Matsui win him? One? He won one World Series. That's a cl- great example of why, yeah, the, the, the guy was so unclutch. I know people say clutch is it a stat. Yeah, I, I think there's more to it. He was clutch it. in 09. When they won that World Series, he was One huge. World Series. One World Series. And honestly, they never would have won that if it wasn't for Matsui. He tortured the Phillies. But don't even get yeah. me started. And A-Rod Matsui for three MVPs. MVP. A-Rod, you know, take out the steroids, arguably one of the top ten players of all time. One World Series. How many does Bonds have? Yeah. None. There you go. Wait, are you helping my point <laughs> no, or hurting my point? Trump have? See, like, that's that's another thing. How you, yeah, wait, a, how you know you don't baseball's understand side in, you're on, Tim. <laughs> no, no, you don't judge. You don't judge baseball players based off of championships right, because be, because it's so. It, there's so many other players involved in it. Bonds, Trout, uh, A Rod. You don't if Griffey. Griffey has none. The best players of all time, uh, Ted Williams. Ernie Banks, no, these guys never won championships. How about Perloff's favorite player right now does not have one, Bryce Harper. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he took this team to <laughs> Game 5 of the World Series. It doesn't matter. It's one of the great miracles of well, all time. It doesn't matter. That, He'll walk into the Hall of Fame. It doesn't matter also when that it comes to that. Bonds getting that San Francisco team in the World Series, was that was all Bonds. That was a pretty wild individual performance. Did you see, this is how, this is how um, bitter... The, the, the Philadelphia fan base is right now. Did you see that there's restaurants who refuse to cater yeah. to the Astros? Like That's they not will fair. not. <laughs> That's they competitive won't actually. <laughs> can you imagine? Like <laughs> you're a restaurant in Philadelphia, and someone calls. Can you? I, I would assume that order is going to be no less than the cheapest. It could probably yeah. be like five hundred bucks. Right, right. But by the way, this is not after the no hitter. This is this is after. This is for the whole. This series. has been going on for days. Yeah, I don't find that bitter. I find the restaurants want to help the team. They don't want to provide fuel for the opponent. <laughs> the opponent, like barbecue, you can't do barbecue chicken for the Astros is going to somehow like that's yeah, no, going to tilt the World no, 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 Series no, no, no. in their favor. Honestly, we. The, we the Phillies basically <laughs> won Game Three yeah, because right. the Astros were we too turn, hungry. Who turned off? Lance McCullers was inning. too hungry, and he he was tipping his pitches because he was starving. <laughs> He's I like, know. I'm sure no one fed them. Yeah, 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 no, I, I, they had like a bunch of power bars right before the game. That was all they had. <laughs> Evening days. What's going on with the Astros? How are they doing this? Jim is in South Carolina. Hey, Jim. Hey there. Uh, I just wanted to comment on your uh, note about leaving the pitcher in. Yeah. So I could have that one-of-a-kind experience. Yeah. And uh, I saw my third Red Sox World Series Game 7 go to hell because Bill Buckner had got left in because he begged the coach to leave him in for that moment. So I can't disagree more with the idea of – I think the manager made absolutely the right choice uh, getting the pitcher out of there. you got to win the World Series, not make your players feel like they're having a great – lifetime experience yeah don't you feel like it's a little different though between buckner i get what you're saying about game six i know that ended up badly but (laughs) leaving i know that's the understatement but the team's made up for it since but don't you feel like leaving him in even though he was hurt is different than a guy going for an all-time milestone because like buckner became a goat because of what happened but he wouldn't have gotten more credit just by being left in it would have been an all-time moment if it was like and buckner finished the game at first base it would have been an all-time moment if christian javier had pitched a no-hitter last night 
Does that make sense? Yeah, but you you can't give that to the player. You've got to you've got to play for the team. Yeah, I mean, totally. listen, Jim, we could say the same thing. This was, a, and thank you for the call about Cal Ripken. How he had this incredible streak that he's known for. Again, that's not one moment; that's years of yeah. dedication. But there were times when maybe he should not have been playing because he was yeah. either hurt or whatever, and still wanted to put that streak above everything. And we laud him, rightfully so. Yeah, but it's regular season. Uh, I mean, regular season <laughs> and a Baltimore Orioles season, and when they're not even competitive, I don't think that's quite the same. Same. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's no guarantee that he would have finished the no-hitter. Javier is hitting his pitch count. He would have had a third of the game left. Yeah. There's a good chance somebody would have caught up. And they'd already seen he'd been now twice behind the lineup. I mean, there's a good chance he would have let up a hit. Anyway. There's a huge... Yeah. The odds are overwhelming that he would have given up a hit. Of course they would Yeah, have. and also it was a 5 nothing game. I was, I was actually hoping they left him in because I, I thought by the end they were starting to deceive some stuff. Uh, and also the Phillies almost started getting hits. Segura hit a line drive. Yeah. A couple guys, you know, it was close. I'm, I'm definitely, honestly, can I? I don't even care about the no hitter. I am, I'm depressed because I feel like the Phillies are going to lose Game Five. Help me out here, people. I'm so <laughs> bummed. I feel like this. Yeah, we're is all momentum. really broken up about Philly sports. You is guys there, are like your your Eagles are six and zero. Oh. This is not time to seven, be asking. Excuse me, seven zero. Oh. This is not time <laughs> to be asking the public for your sympathy. I just feel like momentum is a thing. And the momentum could not be stronger towards Mattress Mac and the Astros. <laughs> I feel like karma is getting the Phillies and me hard. Karma should be coming for the Astros. Yes, Sam. The other part of it is, I mean, Dusty Baker, there, there have been two teams in World Series history that have lost 5 nothing leads in the World Series. And Dusty Baker was the manager of both of them, Oof. including Game 1 of this year. What was the other one? The other one was Angels. Uh, was I think it was Game 7 or Game 6, Angels and, uh, and, Giants, and Giants back in 2 and so, or 12, I guess. No. O- no. Uh, Giants won in 12. Yeah. yeah. That was a different manager. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was 0-2. By Black, right? Uh, so Bruce I guess if, if you're Bruce 5 nothing, you've got this no-hitter. you got to think Dusty. BB. you got to think that Dusty in the back of his head's like, I'm not, I can't give up another 5 nothing game. Like, let's get this guy out. and bring I don't my... think, I bet Dusty doesn't even know that stat about himself. He's got to. No. Because, mm. because it happened three games ago. They're oh, bringing well, maybe three games ago. Maybe. Dusty Baker, to me, it's like uh, what Pearl, how Perloff talks about Pete Carroll. You know, it's like he's just all about the team, all about the winning. I don't think that it that ever comes into his line of sight, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he's a pretty good manager. Honestly, coming into this series, Clearly. I thought that he had a it was a pretty big advantage over Rob Thompson, who's who's done great. But I don't know that he has any experience at this level. We'll see. Baseball is so hard to predict. Uh, Dusty Baker, you never know what move is going to. Do we really know what was going to happen? He could have left him in, and the Phillies could have shelled him. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything could have happened. Listen, he ultimately made the right move. The process was right. The results were right. It was all right. The romantic in me wanted to see him try for the no-hitter. But that's that's just me. So were you thinking, by the way, that Verlander's kind of lost in the World Series and we're going to get to him? <laughs> Give me something good news. Come on, people, make me, make, I want no, something I've pleasant got, about the Phillies. The, I want some good news. Last night was horrible. The best news I can give you about Philadelphia sports is the fact that James Harden's going to miss a month. Ooh, a little Tyrese Maxey action. <laughs> I knew that would make you happy. <laughs> yes. it's, it's rare that a guy being out a month with a foot injury, uh, so, someone who's going to be as important to the Sixers as James Harden is, but I knew that would make you smile. Important is in there's a chance he gets us to the second round. Honestly, I, I, when Joel Embiid was out the other day and Tyrese Maxey dropped 42, it was the happiest day of my sports life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough Philly. Yes. Uh, am I saying this now? 
Yeah. Well, Rich Ackerman is here. I'm sure he has this as well about, and I don't want to take, Rich, I don't want to take your fire away, you know? Go ahead. Feel free. I don't want to jump in here on your news. Feel free. Rashad We're Bateman's going to miss the rest of the season. Oh, That's the big news? That's really big news. <laughs> you, I can't believe you stepped on ass for that. <laughs> There's so much going on in sports. Rashad Bateman, who's already been hurt, right? He's uh, undergoing season-ending Liz Frank surgery. This is not good for the Ravens at all. We've been trying to figure out who is the third best team in the AFC. Thought it could be the Ravens. I mean, I, this is not going to help. They didn't make any moves at the deadline besides Roquan Smith they made on the defensive side, but they didn't add any offensive help. Now Rashad Bateman is out? Yeah. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's going to do it all himself. As compared to what? As compared to what always happens with it? I guess it's the Dolphins are the third best team? Now, this does not affect Pick it. up Isaiah I'll, I'll Likely you, in your fantasy I'll team. bet everyone in this room, the Ravens Super Bowl odds do not change an inch with that Bateman injury. They might not. The Super Bowl odds might not change. But the, the Ravens are starting to run the ball. I mean, that's how they're going to beat you. Their they're running backs could actually do something. They'll be really good. So... Bateman is he's okay, but he's not exact. It's not like they lost Tyreek Hill. No, but that was definitely. I mean, I know Mark Andrews is he's a tight end who's their number one receiver, but like Bateman was not wide receiver one on the depth chart. Are Bateman and Duvernay any different? No, not really. Wow. <laughs> now you're down to one of them. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. All right, I guess that's why Ackerman so gracious to let me break the news. <laughs> Apparently, it's I not that important about Kyrie or the no hitter or something. Rashad yeah. Bateman is not where I thought you were going. Listen, I mean, it's season-ending surgery for a contending team. It's it's news. Uh, coming up next, we do have some Aaron Rodgers sound that you have to hear. We'll get to that in just a minute. Top of the hour, Ian Eagle is going to join us. Time for a CBS Sports update. Here's Rich Ackerman. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff on this glorious Wednesday, uh, Thursday, excuse me. See, I'm one of those people that actually likes Thursday night football. I know it's been some tough games as of late, but like on the whole, I'm someone who's really into it and I'm just trying to get excited about tonight and it's kind of hard. I feel like the Eagles are going to be up 21 to nothing before we can blink. But anyway, uh, enough about me. Let's get to Aaron Rodgers. What the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? All right. Aaron Rodgers. Understanding that this is just the way things go in Green Bay. Of course they were not going to make a move at the trade deadline. My hopes are always up in life. You know, I'm an optimistic person. And obviously the compensation or whatever players that we were going after just didn't make sense. So I trust Brian and uh, we had some good conversations. I know that we were... You know, in on some things, and it obviously just didn't uh, didn't pan out. I mean, here's the question: Would it be fair, fair, to question whether the Packers were really in on some things? Do they just tell Aaron Rodgers that they're in on some things, no, no, so no. that Aaron Rodgers thinks they're in <laughs> on some things? Because the Packers, as a franchise, have never been in on things at the trade deadline. That's just not what they do. Well, you, so you're saying that they are just pretending to let Aaron Rodgers into the meetings, that Goody, Brian Gutenkens, is <laughs> yeah. like, hey, Aaron, what do you think of this guy? What do you think of that guy? All right, we'll offer these picks. They're just doing lip service to make Aaron Rodgers happy? Is think, that what you're saying? I think Aaron Rodgers walks through the door just as they like pretend to hang up the phone. They're like, they were asking for the moon. 
Like, we oh, just so couldn't do it. You think that he is actually faking a phone call no. to a rival GM? <laughs> being like, Howie, Howie, I'd love to make a deal right now, yeah. but I'm sorry. We're putting that money towards Aaron Rodgers. Oh, hey, Aaron. <laughs> I didn't even see you there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I think you're right. Yeah. I, I think you actually nailed the exact it's like, situation. I just got off the phone with Jerry Jones. They were just being so just unreasonable, you know? Well, I, don't, I don't think the Cowboys or the Packers so, actually make a deal, but you know what I'm saying. What are the two deals? It's Brandon Cooks, who is due $18 million next year. There's, you're telling me after all the things the Packers have not done to get a wide receiver, they're going to pay $18 million for How about Brandon Chase Cooks? Claypool? So Chase Claypool, that's the one where they missed on. Yeah, and because they got outbid by the Bears. Like, the yeah, Bears, but, who have 100 years now to win, where the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, like, we got a deadline immediately. No one's expecting the Bears to be a Super Bowl contender next year. That'd be crazy. Let me ask you this question. You are the Steelers, and you have the Bears on one line and the Packers on the other, and they're both offering a second-round pick. You say the Packers, are you going to give us a first? You're not going to give up a first for Chase Claypool. No, you're not. But to your point, when you'd say, like, well, where's the pick most likely to be? How different are the records going to be for the Bears and the Packers this year? Well, I think that... I would still think the Packers would be lower. I still think that the Packers is going to be lower, too. Well, that's my point. So the Packers... How much? But the Packers had nothing... I mean, if you're the Steelers, you're obviously going to take the Bears offer. So there's nothing the Packers could do. I know, but why... What was was preventing the Packers from throwing in another pick, another late-round pick? You have no idea. Like... It does sound Listen, like Listen, I got wasn't in the room, out. but that's a that would be a lot for Chase Claypool. If you look at how much productivity he's had, he's actually his, his analytics are pretty good. He's good at tight window catches. There's some there's some smoke around Chase Claypool. There are some people who think that he might not be a team first guy. All right. Well, I mean, it is I, a wide receiver, so you I, I can might, assume there most of them are not team first well, guys. I was going <laughs> to say fine. probably not going to be the first <laughs> wide receiver to have a reputation like that. I have no idea if that's true. I don't know. Sometimes playing with Aaron Rodgers, getting close to yeah. Super Bowl, maybe that changes things. I have no idea. I know. I, I think there's a lot of speculation here on what Chase Claypool would have done for the Packers. He's coming in week eight. Is he going to be able to salvage this thing? It's a, I think there's a legitimate question. Is anybody going to get up to speed? Is anyone going to do for Aaron Rodgers what Odell did for the Rams last year? I don't know. I'm not sure it's that simple. I'm not sure you could add a wide receiver and all of a sudden this team is going to be good. Because even Look at their big problem last year, special yeah. teams. Even now they stink at special teams. They put in all these resources and they're terrible at it. They're one of the worst punt teams in the NFL. Yeah, I so, know. I, I'm not sure that it's they're really one wide receiver way. I don't know what the solution is other than play better. Well, I think that what you'd hope is that you would make an investment at the wide receiver spot and the other wide receivers would come along a little bit more so that at least, like, the thing about the Packers, what I always find interesting about them or lately is that as a franchise, they don't appear to have much urgency to win the Super Bowl. Yet, that doesn't add up with giving Aaron Rodgers the extension and paying him $50 million. Because, of course, you should have urgency. Why are you doing that if you're not going to try to win the Super Bowl? You should have just traded him away and gone with Jordan Love. That's what I don't understand about the Packers. It doesn't doesn't. 30 compute. years of success. 30 years. Yeah. It's not all with this GM, but yeah. Well, yeah, but this GM is a product of the last GM, Ted Thompson. They've, they've hit a formula for more sustained success than almost any team in the league, It's except the Patriots, really. It's been an incredible run. No, it has They've been. gone from Favre to Rodgers. How can you fault the team for their strategy? Well, I would say, are we really putting them in the same category with the Patriots, considering well, how I, many Super Bowls the Patriots have won? No, but I mean, if you're a Packers fan, I think you have to say this has been a pretty good run. You would say that, but that's like where you have, you know, like 
is it just good enough to be a good regular season team and be close? Or is that going to feel unsatisfying when Aaron Rodgers does eventually retire and he's got one Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, you could argue you had the whole Favre Rodgers thing and just two Super Bowls. But the fact that you have double-digit... And digit, not even more appearances. How many, in the last 30 years, how many double-digit win seasons have they had? Okay, and They're that's, a great franchise. That's great, but even you scoff at regular season stuff, you know? like Well, I, I think I, it's important, though. I mean, I think they're, they're a lot, their front office is a lot better than a lot of other front offices, and they made a lot of great draft picks through the years. Okay, and they've gotten extremely good... They got extremely good slash lucky with the quarterbacks. To have that mm. much stability is amazing, but you can argue whether or not they... Um, put enough around those quarterbacks, short up the defense enough to uh, be able to compete in a real way with those great quarterbacks for many years. And then, like, I hate to just go down to and, and bring it down to the rings. It's all about the rings, the rings, the rings. But don't you feel like it would be so odd for Aaron Rodgers not just to have one ring, one Super Bowl appearance? I mean, Peyton Manning is four. He only has two rings, but four appearances. Tom Brady's been in there like ten times. One and a half. Well, Dan Marino is <laughs> arguably one of the top five quarterbacks of all time. He has none. Drew I know. Brees has one. Uh, Peyton Manning really has one. Let's be honest. There's a lot <laughs> he of guys. He was the starting quarter. I'm not going to let you take that Super Bowl away from Peyton Manning. He was in the game. He started it, start to finish. He won that Super Bowl. So Patrick Mahomes has one. I, I know there's 26. very few guys. How many guys have more than two? Uh, Joe Montana, the all-time great guys. Yeah, Joe Montana. Joe Montana and Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And then you had John Al- Elway. With two. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, John Elway with two. You're asking about more than one. Two where he was not the MVP of the team, by the way. Okay. Bart Starr. That's what Sanford just gave so, me. <laughs> do you think Bart Starr is a better quarterback than Dan Marino? I do not. Yeah, I, I mean, this is complicated. I, I just think the Packers... You can't fault them for the way they've approached team building over the last couple of decades. But Dan Marino is like the all-time cautionary tale. Like, that is the who you want to avoid. We all know that he was a great player to only get to a Super Bowl and hit early on in his career and never go back. I mean, that's that's like not the category you want to be in. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be in that category, but yet the team doesn't feel like they have so much urgency. Yeah, I, well, I disagree. I, you can have... Uh... You can you have your the Jets. Packers are earned, earned, I think the, the Packers are pretty close to a model franchise. Yes, I think the way that they built through the draft and develop is is the way they stick to it and commit to yeah. it is impressive. I'd be surprised. Well, we'll see when Rodgers goes, but it's been a thirty year run of success. It's pretty cool. No, it's great, and it, but it is definitely when you have two quarterbacks like the yeah. ones they've had, it really masks a lot of other mistakes that people can make in the organization. They might be a well run organization, but they're not perfect. And I think every Packer fan would say that. And you never know. Like, they've been blessed with great quarterbacks for so long. Other teams have had to cycle through guys. They've missed on guys. Like, it's just not that easy. I I mean, they they made a brilliant risk to take Aaron Rodgers in the first round. And it paid off. And then they took a risk with Jordan Love. It didn't pay off yet. And by the way, maybe it will pay off. Maybe they'll have another decade of success with this guy. He looked good in preseason. I, (laughs) I don't know. I... I just don't think making a move at the trade deadline is always going to be the panacea. And do you th- I don't think they're one receiver No, but away. they didn't make a move in the offseason. In fact, they lost Devontae Adams in the offseason. They didn't make a move at the trade deadline. It's not just the trade deadline. Yeah. Like, they had this great free agency or this unbelievable draft. I heard someone say that they they should have done more to, to draft a quarterback where they were. I mean, uh, wide receiver. The fact is, all the wide receivers went on a run in the top 16. And they were sitting there, twenty-two or twenty-three, something like that. Mm-hmm. There's no wide. They took the next possible wide receiver. It was Christian Watson. He's like the fifth best receiver on that team. I don't know. 
Romeo Dobbs is a fourth rounder and he's the star rookie. I just think they they were doubting them a little too much. I, well, I, listen, we're doing it on a week when they're about to play the Lions. So obviously things are going to at least appear like mm. they're getting right after one week. Maybe. You think there's a <laughs> Maybe. shot? What's the, I don't even they know what the line to, is on that game. They lost to the Commanders and the Jets. Yeah. And yeah, they they better get their act together. Uh, I I think that Gutenkunz was also in a tough spot. He's an aging quarterback. Look at the Patriots too. When your star quarterback gets older, you're you have to pay him, and your options get limited. It's I think they're trying to hold on and figure this out, but it's not ideal when your quarterback is approaching forty. What team does it right, Maggie? I mean, I mean, it's hard to move on from a quarterback. They also, but they doubled down and gave him fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, um, it's, it's hard, and you can see why though. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's just one of the two MVPs. Uh, I'm sorry, the line is what's two? Packers by three and a half. What? Very small. Is that it? Three and a half? Yeah, I'm a little nervous now. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> Coming up, CBS Sports and Westwood One announcer extraordinaire Ian Eagle joins us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.